Hello and welcome to Triforce Trends, the podcast where I talk about all things Zelda. If you enjoy the content, please support me by subscribing to the show on whichever app you're listening on. And please don't forget to check out the YouTube channel by searching Triforce Trends. Time travel is something that we've seen time and time again in Zelda games. No pun intended. Ever since Link to the Past came out in 1991, time travel has been a tool utilised by the Zelda team a lot. Ocarina of Time allowed you to travel backwards and forwards in time seven years. Majora's Mask's entire premise featured the Hero of Time utilising various methods of travelling through and manipulating time. Oracle of Ages allowed you to technically travel through time as well. Wind Waker had certain sections of the game with a very old feel, reminiscent of a time before. Twilight Princess allowed you to travel back in time to rediscover the Temple of Time. And of course, Skyward Sword letting you walk backwards and forwards in time just like Ocarina of Time did, even if it did come with a bit of a lesser effect. In Breath of the Wild, time in of itself played a large part in the story, but time travel didn't really at all. Sure, there are theories about certain things in Breath of the Wild's overworld, but they're just that. Theories. Along with this, the Shrine of Resurrection taking Link forward in time 100 years to regenerate was a great plot point in essence, but it had near to no bearing on the gameplay. For example, the effect of seeing the Temple of Time for the first time was so depressing to those who'd played the games before Breath of the Wild, seeing that exact Temple of Time from Ocarina of Time broken before you'd even spent 10 minutes in the game was such a surprise, and I think some of the best bits of this surprise came from the fact that it seemed like you couldn't go back in time and save the building. Throughout the game, you're told of these tragic events that overcame the residents of Hyrule 100 years ago, and knowing that there's nothing you can do retroactively to help the residents of Hyrule brings out even more emotion into the game the first time round. So let me get it straight now, time travel is not something that I ever felt that the original Breath of the Wild needed, and to be honest, until the last trailer for the next game in the series, I hadn't really even thought about the prospect of time travel in Breath of the Wild 2, purely down to the fact that the last game didn't need it and we still got a good experience. I expected to get a new underground overworld and that would probably be about it. However, all of that changed when the trailer for Breath of the Wild 2 at E3 came out. One of my favourite trailers for any game to date, it shows us so much without explicitly stating what each thing meant. In that trailer, time travel was heavily implied in a few sections. There's the theory that there's two heroes in the next game, of course. Though this theory does mostly come from the change of clothing, so it doesn't seem like a giant change or anything at the moment, but it was definitely implied, and if it ends up being the case, then heck, you'll be a really good way to have teased it to the fans retrospectively. Along with teasing this possibility in the next game, right in the middle of the trailer, we see the arm basically reverse time, grabbing a ball and throwing it back to where it was just a second ago, hitting some enemies behind it. In of itself, a very good idea of an item in a post-Breath of the Wild world. There are a lot of possibilities in puzzles that could come from this. Imagine having to roll a ball backwards to knock down some pins of some kind, or moving things up and down using this new ability. Overall, it just looks great, and it's yet another tease at time travel. The final real tease I personally think we've been given into time travel in the next game is a very small few frames, but a few frames that could mean a lot before the end of the year is upon us. A droplet of water seemingly reversed through time to fly back into the clouds, presumably. Of course, this could just be a precursor for the next scene, but to me, it definitely seems like a tease for time travel. So then, how do I want time travel to be used in Breath of the Wild 2? Because I've done a whole video on how it could be in the next game because so many people were discussing the differences between both differently clothed heroes, but there are always different ways that time travel could be used in the sequel. Whether it be through just items, actually being used for story purposes, being used in the general gameplay and how within the story that time travel could be used. 
The first thing I want to discuss and the most obvious implementation of time travel so far would be through the items. In a Breath of the Wild world, I love the idea of manipulating time. Even the small amount of freedom we got in the last game with stasis was enough to make me pretty darn excited for the next time we'd see time manipulation as an item in a Zelda game. And while we have one item that uses it that we know of for the time being for sure, I think at least another couple of the items in the game might. Maybe as well as being able to turn back time, you can also fast forward time. Most notably for items such as a ball rolling down a hill. This could mean getting to its destination, i.e. hitting an enemy, much faster, and maybe the faster the ball is rolling, the more damage that it could do to enemies. If you're able to upgrade these items like you could in Breath of the Wild, maybe you'd be able to turn back time on some of the enemies that you're facing too. Enemies could walk towards Link before he locks onto them and places them back to where they were before, giving the hero some extra time to prepare for a fight. There are obviously a lot of different ways that these mechanics could be implemented, but I don't want this video to be so long that I can't have it out for the right day, which actually did end up happening, so I'll stop there. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on some items that could utilise time travel in the next game. For now though, I'd much rather start discussing something a little more interesting. The story implementation of time travel. As discussed at the start of the video, the Shrine of Resurrection was used to let the user go forwards in time by a whole lifetime to ensure that they're properly resurrected. With this in mind, I feel like there's a chance that the Shrine of Resurrection could be used as a sort of time machine. Which is funny because I actually made a whole video on this premise a really, really long time ago. I don't stick by a lot of points in that video down to new findings about the next game in trailers. However, I think that using the Shrine of Resurrection as a time machine could definitely be plausible at the very least, especially with someone that's as tech-savvy as Zelda by your side. Now this also raises the question, when do I think we'll be able to use the time travel? Because it could open at the start of the game of course, but honestly when it comes down to it, if time travel isn't the game then you can time travel between the usual overworld and another new set of Sky Islands. Now I think there might be an opening dungeon, maybe it could even be a dungeon that relates directly to the first trailer of the game that we received at E3 2019. This may not seem like a great idea considering how free the last game was, but after this dungeon maybe Zelda can build something that tampers with time, whether it be in the Shrine of Resurrection or elsewhere. Or maybe Zelda isn't involved at all and there's just conveniently a time travelling device somewhere in Hyrule. Honestly, who knows? The reason why speculation is so fun is because it's so open for, well, speculation. At least until the next trailer for the game comes out, because I expect the next trailer will close a lot of doors with the game hopefully being less than a year away from shipping. We're getting there. Unlike a lot of times when I do these videos, I want to address some problems that can come with time travel in the next game, because over the years, the general consensus of using time travel in video games has shifted a lot. In some people's eyes, it's become a plot point that's far too overdone now. I mean, heck, even Age of Calamity had an absurd level of time travel, and that was a lot of people's main problem with that game's story, so would it be a wise idea to even implement the mechanics in the game? In 2020 alone, we were given both Final Fantasy VII Remake, which already soiled a lot of people on time travel, and of course Age of Calamity, and after Age of Calamity I saw a lot of people who really didn't want it to be a mechanic in the sequel. And I think that these people's opinions are very valid, the only reason I wanted to do this video was down to the implication that it could be in the next game so far. In a story sense, I don't even know if I want Breath of the Wild 2 to feature time travel. Of course for items in the game I think it would be great, and exploring a past Hyrule would be riveting, but story wise I'm very on edge. The thing is if they do decide to go this way with the story, I still think it'll work, just because some other games had some bad baffling choices when it came to the feature, doesn't mean that the Zelda team will go through with those mistakes, and I'd hope not, I have enough faith in them. As usual, there are a lot of ideas I left out of this video, and time travel in the next game could be heavily debated upon until its release really. 
Heck, I even have the debate in my own head sometimes. I'm not on either side of the fence, so I would like to know some things from you. First of all, would you like time travel to be a primary part of Breath of the Wild 2, or would you rather them try something different? And how are some ways that you wouldn't mind time travel being implemented? Thank you so much for watching this video. If you enjoyed, then please do support me by leaving a like rating and subscribing as we wait for more Breath of the Wild 2 news. The people you can see on screen right now are my Patreon supporters and they are just perfect people. Look at them. Some G and Jaruidan are especially amazing for being my top paying patrons. Just look at the Triforce colored names and the Triforce font. Thank you so much for the support guys. If you'd like to join them then you can do for as little as £1 or $1.50 a month. The link to my Patreon is in the description and along with that link is a link to the rest of my media platforms so please do follow me on them to keep in touch with me. Again thank you so much for watching this video, I hope you enjoyed, I'll see you all next weekend. It sounds like it's time for me to go back to playing Legend Arceus for a, a yet another week straight. So, I'll see you soon. And please do, stay safe.